This is Neon Cauldron with Elise Osborne. Hello, this is Neon Cauldron, and I am Elise Osborne. And today we are talking with Jesse Susanna Carnett's uh, The Money Witch. Hi. Hi, how's it going? Pretty good. Um, so, uh, first of all, um, before I met you, which was um, just briefly through mutual friends, but um, I had heard of The Money Witch, and I was just like, oh my god, yes. <laughs> it's such a good, well, it's a good name, and it's such a good concept, you know? So, um, if for people who aren't familiar with you, like, being a money witch is about, you know, witches, healer, magic, you know? Um and uh, money is something that a lot of people are afraid of and have a hard time with or a negative relationship with. So when I hear money, which I hear a healer and um, creator of, um, you know, money healing. Sorry, <laughs> that worded well. <laughs> so how, how would you describe your practice? Yeah, I mean, that's pretty accurate. Like my website is healyourfinances.com and I like teach a workshop called Heal Your Finances. Um, And that is sort of the underlying principle of everything that I do. And I offer a number of different services. I do something I call intuitive financial coaching. I prepare taxes. Um, I teach and all of those services are geared toward helping people cultivate a more whole and healed relationship with money so that they can operate from from that place rather than like an injured place when they're sort of like making their money moves in the world. Yeah, that's so, so needed. And I think a lot of people um, find it really hard to really actually talk about their money issues, you know, and I think what I mean is not just complaining, you know, (laughs) or just making a joke, but um, I think that usually when we have um, an inner saboteur that's activated and taking us down, there's, there's a lot of pain and confusion. And usually we want to protect that because it, it, you know, it's scary. But, um, I think having like this badass witch like dive in and help you walk through your shadows is like really amazing and so needed for so many people. Yeah. Um, I think that, um, you know, when people joke about money or it's like people, only understand how to connect with other people around money usually like on the grounds of struggle you know so like expressing your struggle like you're saying kind of casually joking expressing your struggle commiserating about struggle and there's not necessarily a lot of connecting around um how to get better how to like yeah and I actually I don't know if you agree, but I think that um, that can be sort of um, an experience in your, not like culture, like with a big C, but like maybe your community or the people you're around or your family. If you're used to talking about money in a certain way, like repeating over and over, you know, all the sayings, it's like you're putting a spell on yourself. And also there's that heart 
bond where you don't want to be other, you don't want to be different than, you know, the ones you love. And when people complain about, you know, their position in life that much, I, 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 you know, I did it. I grew up like super poor and I still do it, you know, to an extent, but I tried to be after a point, like really conscious, like, oh, I'm like cursing myself and I'm afraid of, you know, psychologically detaching from those that I care about. If I shift my beliefs on how I can have money in my life. Um, do you, do you agree with like that idea or what do you think? Yeah, the idea, I mean, I in general think like there's a lot about money, you know, money is energy, right? Like it's literally representative of energy, uh, of energy because, you know, money represents human labor, right? So it's like, that is, the output of energy it's like representation of the output of energy and I'm really a strong believer in the idea that capitalism is a magic spell and that like the practitioners of capitalism are like very strong magicians and that it's important to sort of take responsibility for your influence in the energetic sphere and conscientiously impact the realm of money so I think that you know so that's one thing that I think about that um I think that like that's in general to me like that's what magic is it's like understanding and taking responsibility for the idea that you have like you're an energy body everything else is an energy body and so like you have energetic influence and impact and you can like conscientiously create impact and you can call in other energy bodies to sort of like be an ally with you and you can be an ally with other energy bodies in their kind of hi so we got cut off for a second but um anyway hi Hi. (laughs) Um, yeah should i just start where do you think we got cut off yeah, I kind of was rambling, and I'm not really sad that I got cut off because I was going on a tangent, but um, I just want to know more about your beliefs on money magic, and, you know, what I was saying was I, I believe that part of it has to do with, um, you know, a ritual or something like that is sort of telling our subconscious to rewire itself a bit, and that can shift energies. But also there's this other belief that like lighting a candle or something calls in, you know, external uh, magnetically different forces. Yeah. Do you think that I got through say, like, do you think it recorded me saying the stuff about like the magic spell and. No, because I didn't hear it at all. Oh, okay. Because you were saying you were like, uh, you know, saying how you grew up kind of like saying feeling like you were cursing yourself. And like, what's the point? Like, what are the thoughts on that? And then I was responding to that. Mm. No, I I think it cut out. Um, Okay. Well, I would love to hear what you said, though. Do you want to? Hello? Sorry, I was like trying to call my phone. Um, Hello? Hi. Hello. Hey. Um. Sorry. Okay. Um. Do you want 
question again about um, the question about like okay so you had said um you were like I grew up kind of you know like that thing about like wanting to connect through people in their heart yeah, space and I'll, you know like I'll knowing do to be a, separate. do you want to like re-ask re- that question I'll do a reenactment okay um, cool <laughs> and then I'll just like go from we'll just start from there again because can you edit Oh, I'm sure I could. I <laughs> we'll we'll figure it out. Um, so, um, so basically, one thing that I I was saying about why it's important to when you're money healing, um, more than just scolding someone like a dentist who's like you should floss more. Just you know, yeah, totally. Out. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're looking through, like, why is somebody fucking themselves over? What does that benefit? So the ego is there to, I think, pr- pr- protect the individual system, the, the unit of the human being. Um, so we usually will try to do things to our benefit. And then sometimes like an overinflated ego will maybe do things that are very selfish, right? So why would we do things that are like fucking ourselves over? And when it comes to money stuff, um, I can't really separate it from socioeconomics, um, which I think have so much to do with how we behave and um, the way that we relate to each other and why it's important to do that, to have like a community, like a tribal relationship. Um, and so I was saying that, you know, growing up poor, um, there was a lot of ways of being, um, of communicating and um, even just like simple choices, like how we bought groceries. And it wasn't really, really a lot of it wasn't about what we had, but it was about the way we thought about how we had things and the way we related to each other. So I found that even um, as an adult, especially when I decided to become a full-time reader and leave my job as a caregiver and a barista, um, all of my friends that were, you know, that are my coworkers, um, they're like, don't become one of them. I heard that from a few different people. And it's not like they had like a message board where they believed in the them together (laughs) yeah but but I was like oh shit this is something kind of revealed about um blue collar consciousness and like how there is an us and them and we really love us and we want to protect us and we want to be here together with us so we're gonna say them as sort of like the other it's it's somewhat xenophobic you know um and you don't want to be alienated from your own people so there's a lot of fear around like, well, what if I wasn't complaining about this or that? And I was realizing that um, my own way of communicating or thinking about my place in this world uh, financially was sort of um, a curse, you know, a spell. Yeah, I mean, I definitely believe that money, you know, money is an energetic fields right like money is literally representative of human labor which is representative of energy and the premise of magic to me is that um you can take responsibility uh and ownership of your energetic impact and you can sort of recognize like i am an energy body in a field of other energy bodies and i can have an you know influence and impact on the energy of a situation or the 
you know, just like, I can be intentional in the way that I impact and I can call in other energy bodies that might stand like as an ally to me, like an animal, an ancestor, a crystal, you know, an herb, like something like that, right? Like all those things are just different energetic friends and you can sort of like ask them to be an allyship with you in that influence. I love that. And, you know, and also that that concept is like magic 101 but what i love about that is that you found a way to communicate with people about real life shit you know so also for a lot of when you're poor it's like okay yeah but like also i have to live in the real world i have to pay my bills i'm struggling with this and that like so you're kind of um i feel like um you know there's a psychological term maslow's pyramid you know and uh-huh. there's the base needs, which is like food and shelter and of course like water and oxygen and all that. And um, poverty consciousness is like sometimes really huddling down there. And the, the higher um, tips of the pyramid is like, ex, ex, you know, expanding yourself spiritually and connecting on a higher level. And I'm not saying like poor people don't have souls or anything. Like I'm a poor person. I get it. Like I know, but I, I love that you're like realigning sort of the chakras of Maslow's pyramid and like bringing down how those things can actually help someone. Um, so you, you teach classes and one of your class, <laughs> one of your courses you're doing now, um, I don't think I'm going to say it right, but it's, it's like the best name ever. It's, um, <laughs> Do you want me business- to say it? <laughs> yes, please. Um, business basics for not so basic business babes. I love that. There's so many beats. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's amazing. And, you know, a, a lot of um, your clients and, like, what you're kind of gearing things towards are people who um, who are healers, who are independent, who are artists, who are creatives, and um, naturally lean more towards the right brain, the more abstractions. And what you're doing is finding a way to approach people who – think differently um and makes make sense of the world of finance and using like energy bodies and emotional stories yeah I mean I think that it's really essential to bring your emotional and spiritual stories into your financial solutions because they're so much a part of your financial experience you know so it's like I feel like you know, basic financial information is available. You know what I mean? Like there's the internet, there's the library, like you can get a Suze Orman book. You can like, you know, people understand like the basic concept of budgeting, like set a goal and then like only spend this amount. You know what I mean? Things like that. And, but I'm like much more interested in like, you know, why don't you do it? You know, like you were saying earlier, like that thing with like the dentist and kind of like nagging, you know, it's like, it's like, yeah, it's not just, okay, like, you know, you should floss more, but it's like, why don't you floss more? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I know, me neither, what I know. I about that one. but it's the same thing with finances, <laughs> you know, and that's how I got into doing what I was doing is it's like, I was doing a little bit more traditional financial advice where it's like, you do just have meetings with people where you're like, okay, well, here's your problems. If you want to make your life easier and more successful, like do X, Y, and Z. 
And then you meet with them like a month later and it's like, okay, do you do those things? Like, no, you know, or you meet with them the next mm-hmm. year at tax time. It's like, oh, did you do those things? No. Okay. So I'm like, why? Yeah. Like, why are people not doing them? You know, and it's really across the board. Like, there's so many reasons, but everyone has their own individual woven, you know, story and kind of like reasons why they are or are not engaging with success. And, you know, like survival just staying at that survival level, it takes so much of your cognitive and emotional space. And I really want to free up people's lives a little bit. You know what I mean? Like free up people's energy, free up people's time and their brain space so that they can like think about other things. Um, express themselves in the world in different ways that are not so limited by the underlying stress of like you're saying like poverty consciousness or just you know the kind of depression and anxiety and overwhelm that comes from just feeling stressed about money and, and disempowered in a way where it's like, you don't have control over it, you know, like that you don't have impact on your own financial life, you know, and you yeah. can't access it somehow, you can't make any change. Well, and that's really, um, I think, beautiful about what you're doing, again, is like, you're combining these two um, spheres, but, but also, I think a, a witch can be like a therapist mm-hmm. plus, you know, like, cause we don't have to have the same guidelines and principles and, you know, for a brief period of time in another life. Well, in this life, I'm not like speaking mm-hmm. about a past life. We have many lives um, in this lifetime. But I, I yeah, we have many lives in this lifetime. And one of mine, I was studying to be a therapist. And one thing that I found really cringy about it was like, you have this brick wall and you're sort of supposed to secretly decide what someone's issue was and then sort of like puppet master them into the conclusion that you think they should come to and I'm like no I don't like that but like when you're doing uh, I'm just gonna keep yeah. saying witch for lack of a better term when you're doing witch work um you can have more of a hands-on and you can kind of um surf past some of those like state sanctioned boundaries and be like, I see this happening with you. And I see that this is this is coming from here. And I think to be seen and to have someone like stand by you um, can help like sort of expedite some of those processes. Um, and also that you're guiding them towards like a grounded space, you know. Um, what, how did you become the money witch? Like what, what um, brought you to the space? Um, I was working at um, a peep show in San Francisco called The Lusty Lady in like 2004. Oh, yeah. And um, I was just yeah, thinking about that place. It's coming up on the five-year anniversary of it being closed down. Oh, my God. That's, yeah, I was just, I was just talking to someone last night. And I'm like, okay, well, that was, well, The Lusty Lady, for people who don't know, was, um, was a, uh, you know, erotic uh, experience but it was it was owned by the performers and so it was like a collective 
and unique in that it was like mm-hmm. and run. before we were worker on cooperative we were unionized which is like one of the only successful unionization efforts um with sex workers in the country so they're unionized i'm not sure sometime in the 90s and then in 2004 i was working there and we all got laid off and then we were like let's just buy it and run it as a worker on cooperative so i was um instrumental in like that purchase and I just learned about business through that it was like my opening into the world of small business and I was like oh I can buy a million dollar business and run it and I'm actually really good at it and I know you know I'm good at like business strategy and finances and then um, I started working with worker co-ops a little bit more in worker co-op business and then I had started another business in 2008 that was like sort of similar to what I do now um, without the spiritual lens uh, but just you know taxes and sort of financial coaching with cultural competency and people uh, who work in worker co-ops and then um, I took a few years off. I got pregnant. I got sick. And then in 2013, I was sort of like needing to come back into working, you know, in some different capacity. And I, I don't know, I just had gotten so much more interested in like the underlying issues like what you know why right like why are people doing these things and I had kind of had this spiritual reawakening um and my business just came out of it and it's it's like a thing where I just um it just has always felt really true like I didn't I mean I have training like I I went to city college I have like a accounting um degree from city college and you know it's like I have all the the tax training and all those things but the intuitive coaching part of what I do like I just accepted it like I just was like oh I can just tell people things that they need to hear you know and I'm sure you as someone who like you know works as a reader like you understand this because I've always treated all the readers and you know just whatever which is priestesses etc like anyone I've ever had an appointment with like if I go get an astrology reading or something like that I just go because I'm like oh I know this person has something to tell me you know there's something about this person that I just trust that they have some sort of like message they're a channel for some sort of information from spirit and I don't I don't stress about it I just like know that that's true and that even if I go to a session and I feel like you know I didn't get what I thought I was supposed to get like there's something about it you know like some seed was planted or there's like some message that will unfold over time and I just feel really confident and felt really confident in that time period like I have I just channel information for people around things that are interwoven in their financial lives and um, in some ways I just don't really even think about it that much I have, um, you know, sometimes people like really want to dig in before they get a session, like what, you know, what exactly do you do? And what, you know, what's it going to be like? And I can answer those questions, but it's really different, you know, for everyone, people just come in, they come in with whatever their financial issues are, or like whatever brought them to come talk to me. And it can be anything from like extremely practical, like 
they want to go through their QuickBooks with me and, you know, understand it better. And they know that I'm going to like really sit there and like talk them through it in a way that maybe like a CPA won't. Um, or it could be like, you know, I did ayahuasca and I like, you know, went into a trance and like, now I can't work. Like, what should I do? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like literally anything <laughs> on that spectrum, you know? And I just like, there's, there's the practical information. Um, I have strong practical base in, you know, bookkeeping, business coaching, marketing, taxes, um, you know, financial planning, all of that. But then also I just channel information for people. There's just information that comes through about what is at the heart of people's struggle around money. Oh my God. And that is so needed. You know, I feel that everything that you're offering, I could just imagine, you know, so many people just like being like, what I basically need is somebody that's like psychic and to tell me what I'm exactly it. I'm just like, like <laughs> it's like, what do I do? I'm like, I don't know. I just am psychic and tell people what to do. You know, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I think also, um, this is true for, you know, being an artist also, like sometimes it's what you do and and like having to explain your work is so weird because it's like it's not the same as actually experiencing it so sometimes you know in what I do I'm like yeah I'm just this butthead like rolling around earth and yeah I'll drop in and do like a reading that's really intense with someone and it's not because it's not really about Mm me you know um it's about what happens when you exercise that in in the ceremony of you know the thing you do um well I I just am so happy for the the world that you exist and that you're doing what you're doing and it's so amazing and there's so many different facets to what you do and today we're mostly talking about you know the most emotional connections and money but there's just so many things you do and including you're making your own gem essences and so if somebody wants to find you, um, what's the best Okay, well, um, you can always find my website, which is heal, H-E-A-L, yourfinances.com. And there's a contact form on there. There's also like my online booking to book appointments and links to buy the uh, Money Magic Gem Essences, links to find my online course, Business Basics for Not-So-Basic Business Babes. And um, <laughs> then I'm on Instagram. That's the place where I'm the most active at money uh, dot, like the little dot sign, period sign, which money dot which. And I have a YouTube channel. It's um, youtube.com. Was it front slash or backslash or whatever? I think it's a front slash uh, money. Which. Um, <laughs> so those are places where you can like find more resources um I think yeah that's all the places I'm available oh my god that's so awesome I I really hope people listening um hit you up because I'm I'm sure that basically almost everyone needs somebody like you in their life and um and and honestly that's not a service that I've seen almost ever so yeah good in the way that I'm like you know it is I feel really certain that it's like, it's worth it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, when people get sessions from me, I'm like, you're gonna make this money back, save this money back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, 
you investing in your own financial life is like that's the base of that pyramid right like that's the base of your life like building that foundation for yourself you know so it's really powerful work I feel really like honored to partner with people in their healing in that area it feels really important and special to me you're amazing Jesse Susanna and thank you so much for um sharing some of your knowledge today and um check her out find her online um thank you so much this has been Neon Cauldron with Elise Osborne and Jesse Susanna thanks Elise yeah, my pleasure.